Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Rooted Deep, a podcast featuring Reba Bowman and Allison Hale. Are you ready? That was the question that we ended with on the last podcast when we were getting ready to jump into James 1. So that's the question for you, Reba. Are you ready? I am ready. I actually am. Um, I'm pretty stoked uh, that we're going to get to dive into James today. Uh, I think it's going to be an exciting I love a challenge. I really do. Uh, so there's something inside of me that loves a little bit of a challenge. It's like, yeah, I love pushing through. And I think this is going to be a little bit of a challenge, but it, in a good in a good kind of way. So I, I'm excited. I think when we get to the top of this mountain that we're getting ready to climb, I think we're going to be better for it. So, Right. And I think that when, when we're looking at the first chapter of James, we're looking at it and it's so much. When we talk about climbing a mountain, and we talk about walking toward um, what, what James is trying to get us to understand. This is what a spiritual chore believer looks like. It is, it's going to be a bit of a mountain even to get through this first chapter, right? Yeah. And there's so much here. You know, we said last time in the last podcast that James yeah. barely, I mean, he just gives this very simple greeting uh, and then he dives right in. And it's so true. He's like, you know, James, yeah. <laughs> you know, the 12 tribes scattered abroad. Greetings. Okay. Boom. And immediately yeah. he dives into, Consider it all joy. Um, and you're like, oh, okay, great. A book on joy. Oh, oh no. Um, because he says, consider it all joy. And then he's, he addresses who he's talking to, brothers and sisters. And Allie, I think that you were talking about that you think looking at these pieces as James is speaking to a community of believers is important. I think that um, as we go, as we continue to walk through James over the next few weeks, that's one of the things that we can look at our faith um, at, and we can look at James as here's what it looks like to be a mature believer, but he always brings it back to here's how a mature believer works in the community and, and, and within the body. Because um, mm-hmm. some of us just like to work on ourselves and we think that, oh, you know, our sin only, only affects ourselves, but we also think yeah. that, um, that we look at what a mature believer would, this is what I look like, but we always forget that element. And James does not allow us to forget that element of what it looks like to be in a body of, uh, among the brethren, in a body, in a community of believers. And so yeah. we're going to see that over and over again through the next few chapters. Yeah. And, and, and I think just to kind of build on that a little bit before we dive into chapter one deeper. I think real growth happens best in community. Mm. I really do. I think it's very difficult to grow in isolation. Um, You know, you're over here, you're by yourself and you're trying to do this thing. And yes, God works in you to do the, what he's calling you to do, but it's so much easier to grow and to really Mm -hmm. uh, growth, especially because growth can be hard, right? Uh, Growth is not always, Ooh, yay. This is so wonderful. Uh, usually growth is is going through a difficulty, and that's what James is going to address. And we do better in community. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. I, I have a small group uh, that I'm a part of at my church. And, man, every Wednesday night at 630, I'm sitting in a home of one of our small group people. And we are we are walking through God's word together, and we're walking through life together. And we're doing that in a, in a, in a, in a small group of believers. That really is hopefully helping me to walk through difficulties in a better way. And I know, Allie, you have a small group as well. And I think we we have the bigger 
the bigger idea of the people I go to church with, but then there's also a group of people that I do life with. And I think that really helps me to grow. I think that's, I think so too. Those, those small groups, and we've talked about this before, you know, meeting with an accountability partner, mm-hmm. meeting with a small group and our, our, our small group, uh, my group of women that I spend time with. And sometimes it's just, okay, how are, how, how have we grown this week? What is something that yeah. you're doing? How, where are you in the word? What is, what is your struggle? And then what is our plan for the next week? What is our next step going to look like? Yeah. Um, is it, and so many, like it was, it was last the night before last. And it was several of them were like, I need to increase my prayer life. A couple of them were like, I need to communicate better with an accountability partner. I need and yeah. so, and we're, we're kind of working with, and there's, and there's usually tears. There's some confession. Uh, sure. there's a lot of, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of encouragement, but at the same time, at the end of the day, I feel like we've grown together. And that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's important when you're, when you, like you said, you're doing life together. Oh, so that's absolutely. What James is about. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He's going to lean into that and he's going to say, mm-hmm. so consider it all joy. Okay. When you experience trials. Yeah, And I just think this first, I mean, this verse, I mean, James starts off with something that you you just want to go, what, you know, how do you put joy and trials in the same sentence? Right. Those, they don't, it's not, when I think of joy, you know, you, you think of just the happy rainbow hopping through the tulip fields and just really enjoying, (laughs) oh, it's a beautiful day, you know, (laughs) not slogging through a trial with that word, you know the steadfastness of, and I think that's one of the things we want to get out as quickly as possible. Absolutely. Uh, we don't want to, we don't want the, the growth because like you said, it, it's not fun. No, it's not. And, and I think important and James, you know, James uses the word joy. He doesn't use the word happiness. Okay. He, mm-hmm. he uses this, this word joy, which has a total, total different connotation to it. Happiness is more emotional, right? So yeah. we know I can feel happy. I can not feel happy. Uh, and I can do that all in 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I can yin and yang from one into the other, but joy is a fruit of the spirit. Mm-hmm. So joy is actually a, produ- a, a product of growth. Yes. And I think it's important for us to make that, that little mental shift in our minds right mm-hmm. now to, to make sure we get this clicked in, or we're not going to get what he's going to say in the next five verses. If we don't understand that this is not an emotional, this is not how you feel. James is not saying, I really want you to feel great when you go through a trial. That's not what this verse is saying at all. And I don't believe that joy can be produced outside of the spirit. Um, if it, it can't, you, it's not like we can, it's not like we can just, okay, I decide I'm going to be joyful today unless we've already connected to what joy is. And like you said, it's that mm. growth and it's a product of the Holy Spirit. So good. Um, you know, you can't, as somebody said, you know, happiness is a choice. Yes, happiness, you can, you can be like, okay, I can choose to. But um, joy is a product of growth. You're right. Yeah, it absolutely is. And so what we know is that the only way joy can be produced in our life is if, if we're connected to the Lord. And then the yeah. Lord and the, through, the, through the Holy Spirit, he's producing joy in us, you know, mm-hmm. uh, which is totally different concept than, oh, I feel a certain way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and again, um, when we're, if we're talking about, if we're talking about growth and if we're talking about that something producing and it, it always happens, Reba, every time we talk about, um, some of these chapters and some of these Bible verses, it really does go back to what we always talk about with John 15 and that abiding Mm -hmm. 
nature of you know and and um, and it's really hard to talk about these these type of these type of things being produced if we Absolutely. don't just at least allude a little bit i'm sorry to do it but we always allude nope. back to i do a small group i'm like here i go again uh referencing john 15 the That's, what it looks oh, like oh it's rich ride. man yeah. yeah it's so yeah. rich because jesus is just i think it's almost a summary uh, of, yeah. of what it looks like to be a believer uh in john 15 but you know as you look at this you you're really he's like look allow joy to lead it, it literally mm-hmm. you can almost read it that way allow joy to lead and when you experience a trial, and the only way that can happen is if we stay under, as we stay under those trials, we know by faith that God is going to produce this fruit in us. Um, and that fruit uh, it is part of that is joy. And that joy is going to be a production of this. Um, but Ali, I think it's a great question to ask ourselves. What leads, what, what, what leads most of us through trials? I mean, <laughs> James says, let it be joy. But I'm just wondering, do am I led? I mean, when I think about myself going through trials and difficulties, what's in the lead in my life? Is it joy? Yeah, you know, it's for, yeah. For me, it's normal. It's it's worry or the anxiousness, um, sure. you know, or even just uh, frustration, like yeah. this again, or just. And it's not. It's definitely not joy. It's probably the opposite of joy to where you're just like kind of mad at this, you know. Uh, maybe anger or frustration with God. Why are you allowing this to happen to me again? Or, or yeah. it's definitely, that's not the first thing you think of. Joy. No. And, and you know, I think everything we just described, which most of the time leads us through mm-hmm. a trial is emotion. Yeah. So our anxieties, our fears, our, our worries, our frustrations, all of these things are really connected to emotional triggers that we, it's how we feel. I feel fearful, so I'm anxious. I feel fearful, so I worry. I feel angry, so I'm frustrated. Uh, you know, I yeah. feel these These are kind of the emotional experiences that take me through this trial. But James says there's a way to go through a trial as a spiritually mature person that doesn't let those things lead, but instead has a, has a way of saying, no, no, wait a minute. I'm going to let joy lead. Um, mm-hmm. and, and how, or, or maybe the better question is why, what do we, do? you know, well, why would we do that? And James answers that question in verse three, he says, because, okay, mm-hmm. here's the why, here's why it's so important because you know, okay, that the testing of your faith produces, here's that growth word again, endurance. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, as I'm going through this testing, I'm believing in what I can't see. That's the faith, right? Yeah. So the testing of my faith, the the putting my faith to the test produces endurance in me. And then Mm -hmm. endurance, he's going to go on in verse four, endurance has an effect. uh, uh, When I I endure under something, it affects me. Mm -hmm. And what does it do? It makes me mature. And makes, yeah, yeah, and I, you know, I I know you work out, so I know that the you know under, when we think about it from a workout perspective, I think this is you know we can see this, um, you know whether it's running a couch to five k or you know or or mm-hmm. whether it be lifting a weight or whatever, you know, there's a process at the beginning where it hurts, it's painful, and we're like, why am I doing this to myself? Exactly. Yeah, I just you we just talked about. Um, in the last podcast, what all, all of my travels and all of my travels kind of kept me out of the gym. Yep. And so when I got back um, on just a couple of days ago, 
And I, I was like, and it was leg day. I'm like, why are we starting with leg day? No, we have to start with leg day. Okay, fine. Yep. Well, the last the two days, we're, we're now two days after leg day. And I still, um, I had to send somebody down the stairs the other day. I'm like, uh, can you go downstairs to get me this? Why can't you do it? Uh, well, yesterday was leg day. And right. I can't, I, I, <laughs> I can only manage those stairs one time today uh, without right. tears. And yes. so, but yeah, the endurance and we, and you, you mentioned this so often when we talked about hope, uh, mm-hmm. in the, in the dare for more live. And if you didn't catch it, I hope there's a way that people can still watch that because it was, we did talk about that, that endurance and that steadfastness going yeah. through the difficult trials and, and understanding that there is a product at the end and the product is growth. Yeah, you know, James is not the only person who's going to talk about this. This is a thread. Paul talks about it. Mm-hmm. Peter talks about it. Jesus yeah. talked about it. There's a thread through scriptures that we're going to see that says, look, you know, we live in a broken world and it's filled, mm-hmm. it's filled with trials. It's filled, it's filled with hardships. It's filled with difficulties. And just because you're a Christian doesn't mean those things go away. They don't. Yeah. In fact, sometimes because you're a Christian, those things increase. Yeah. Okay. So, so then but staying under them and knowing what God can do through them is really where we find some of the richest fruit of the spirit produced in us is, is, is kind of being bearing up under don't quit, stay up under the, stay up underneath the load, you know? Um, And it's like, you're going to go, your legs are hurting, but that doesn't mean you're not going back to the gym. You're going to go back to the gym because you're going to go back next week. And then you're going to go back the next day and the next day. And two weeks from now, you're going to be flipping up and down the stairs again. Why? Because you kept going to the gym. Right. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's what going back to the word joy, that's the joy is what leads, but it also is what, um, what sustains throughout this trial. But then yep. the joy of knowing what's at the end is a mature growth. We can see that. And so the yeah. joy is that, that faith element that we can say, okay, I'm not, I'm not exactly happy that I'm going through this, but I do know that God is, you know, there's a purpose, there's a steadfastness, there's a growth that's going to happen. And, and, and that's that faith, uh, faith element that's going to bring us through to the other Absolutely. side. Absolutely. And I think we get that when it comes to the gym, you know, a lot of people go to the gym, well, they, they want to be in shape or lose weight or, or whatever it is. But we know that if I keep going back, the soreness is going to go away mm-hmm. and, and yeah. I'm going to get stronger as a result of it. And I think that's so important for us to realize is a maturing Christian there are going to be trials in our life and those trials are not just going to, we, we, we can, we can pray and ask God to remove them, but he doesn't, he doesn't always do that. Right. And so as we go through that, if we, if we can by faith continue to stay there and understand that through that testing, uh, uh, through that mm-hmm. testing of our faith, and it is a test because sometimes yeah. we ask, God, where are you? God, yeah. do you not care? Lord, you know, why don't you all through this testing endurance is produced and mm-hmm. joy is produced. Right. And we become mature. And then there's this powerful phrase in verse four at the very end that you're mature, but listen to what he else he says, complete lacking nothing. Right. Does that mean that we have everything we want? Well, we know that's not what that means, but what it does mean is that there's something in us. It, it's what's in us mm-hmm. that we can now, we have what it, we have what we need to be sustainable through life. Yeah. And and I think that's what we're, that's what we're all pray, wanting, right? Right. And that's, um, again, just going cross-referencing to another 
to another Bible verse that phrase um, in in Psalm 23 and the talking about just kind of this journey with the shepherd that he's going to yeah. lead us through in his presence. And um, thy Lord, my um, the Lord That's is my good. shepherd. I shall not want because he is he leadeth me and he's doing this. But yeah. there's also the valley of the shadow of death. Um, but yeah. yet his presence is all the way through. And that's that same phrase. I shall not want, I'm not going to lack anything because of his presence really throughout this, throughout this. Yeah. And and that's, that's a great reference there because it's so, again, so much truth to that, that there's something produced in us that, that gives us sustainability for this life. And I love it in verse five, James is just going to kind of say, but Hey, if you lack wisdom and we all do, right. When, when, whether it's trial related or life related, if you lack wisdom, ask God. And what does he just as the describer? This I love these descriptions he gives. He gives generously. He does it, and he does it. Uh, this word is ungrudgingly. Okay. Mm-hmm. He, he he he. God is not like, oh man, here you are again. I can't believe you're back. Ah, would you leave me alone? That's not the heavenly Father that we serve, right? We have this God who mm-hmm. loves us, and as a father, he gives us to us lavishly generously. He doesn't do it, you know, ungrudgingly. He just gives us, Mm -hmm. says, you know what, I'll give you wisdom. And really wisdom is what's needed to push through and to find sustainability in life. It's not, oh, get me out of this trial. Cause you get out of that one. You're just going to go into another one. (laughs) Right. Exactly. And I think with this, um, you know, studying that, studying that, um, let, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God. Um, that asking and he's going to give it liberally, generously, um, without reproach. But also, um, there's a, there's an element of immediate, uh, there's an element of Mm. it's right there. It's you, you can get it. It's just, it's, it's like his open hand with the wisdom and just ask for it because it's right here. I'm not going to make you wait. I'm not going to make you, you know, because it's, you're the, I'm the one with the wisdom and you need it right then when you're asking for it. And yeah. so it's, um, it's just kind of an immediate, it's going to be given to you, just ask for it and asking for God's wisdom. And I think sometimes when mm. we're going through a struggle, when we're going through, God's generally the last person that we're asking for wisdom. After we've checked through, after we've complained to a few friends and after we've checked and asked for wisdom through, you know, for a couple of people, and then we throw it and, on the internet, and, you know, maybe right. and we post on social, social media and ask all of our Facebook friends what we should do. Right. No, absolutely. And then, right. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, maybe I should go to the person who's just promised me a very general, generous and liberal, uh, helping of wisdom at the right moment Mm -hmm. that we need it. And they're like, oh yeah. Um, and, and I think that's, that's sometimes my problem. I'm like, I should probably ask him first. And then, and then when you go to your friends, you can testify of, instead of complaining about, you can testify, Hey, I'm going through the struggle, but here's what I'm learning so far. And again, yeah. there's that a little bit of that, uh, that community element that I'm bringing in. James didn't bring it in, but I'm bringing it in because I think so many times God's the last person that we ask for wisdom. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So, so let's kind of ask a question here. Uh, for those of you that are mm-hmm. listening, let, let's just pause for a second because I think sometimes we don't take the time to pause and apply. So let's just pause yeah. and apply for just a second. So we've read these, these couple of verses here. These are tough. These are tough verses to walk through. And we've, and in these verses, we've seen some big words like endurance and uh, this word perfect or mature, depending on your translation, complete, this word complete or entire, um, la- we, we, this phrase lacking nothing. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so my, I guess my question for you is 
which one of these qualities do you struggle with the most in your spiritual growth? Mm, yeah. You know, where are you right now? If you're under a trial right now, what is, what are, you know, what, what's being produced right now out of you? <laughs> is it, is it any of these things or mm -hmm. are you just living in the emotional side of your trial? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I, I generally tend to, um, as we're, as we're allowing everybody to think about this question, I generally tend to live in that emotional side through these trials. Um, but at the same time, what I want is I want that steadfastness. If anybody's ever met me, that's probably the last word that they would describe for my, like, so she's steadfast. They would not say that at all. Um, you know, or just why no. she's definitely not, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, because I do, I, you know, when it is a struggle, the emotions are kind of, kind of a default instead mm -hmm. of saying, okay, um, and, and emotions are not bad. That's not what we're saying. We're just saying no, that, that we're not, we don't want to produce emotions. We want to produce joy, steadfastness, faith. Yeah, um, we can't let them lead. We the yeah, we can't let the emotions lead. Yeah. No, exactly right. And, and I think it's, it, it's a struggle for all of us. And that's why I think, you know, James is going to tell us, look, if you lack wisdom, I, there's, I guarantee somebody's listening to this podcast right there. And they're like, yeah, that's easy for y'all to say, but how do we do that over here? You know, and, and, and no, we're saying this because we totally get it. Um, yeah. It's easy to lead with your emotions. And I think that's why James says, look, so if you don't know what this looks like, if you don't know how to do this, then let's, let's go to God and let's ask mm -hmm. him. In, for the wisdom that we need. And then he's going to transition right into, but let's ask believing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's ask believing. And I, and I think that's the next step for us is, so I, I'm not where I want to be here. I, I'm mm -hmm. not producing these things. I'm not seeing these things produced. I don't think we can self-produce this stuff. This has got, like yes, you said, yeah, this is the Holy right. Spirit. So I'm not seeing these things produced maybe mm -hmm. in, as I'm under the pressure of a trial. And, and so I go to God and I ask God for help. But then there's this key. You got to ask, believing that God is going to give you what you need in this place. Yeah. Um, yeah. And man, I, this is where, honestly, I, I think this is just as much of a struggle for us as anything is asking, mm -hmm. believing that God is going to give me what I need to get through where I'm at. Yeah. I think, um, with we've we've mentioned this word so many times when we're talking about joy when we're talking about going through a struggle and i think so many times the word the word trust mm -hmm. do we trust that god is do we trust that god is is with us in is his presence here do we trust that his heart is for us and for our growth and for our or as and this is where i waver I, I automatically think this trial is because uh, you have it in for me or you, this trial yeah. is because I've done something wrong or, and yeah. that's where I waver. If we're going to, if we're, I mean, that's our, that's the next phrase is where we're lacking in, or let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. Yep. That's, I think where, where my fit, because I don't trust that God really, really is, um, is just not, you know, and, and I switch, I don't, I mean, I don't, I, I just, sometimes I'm like, why, why are you doing this to me? And it's, I'm not trusting that he, yeah. he really does. There is a purpose. And that's, that's my wavering confession right now. Oh, absolutely. Well, here's this is interesting thing about this word, uh, this word without wavering or without mm -hmm. doubting. 
Um, mm-hmm. The definition of wavering, the word waver or the word doubt right there is to separate from. Mm-hmm. Now, this is good. This is really good if we think this through. It literally means, Allie, to take a step back. Yeah. To take a step back. So simply put, what James is literally saying is when we doubt God, okay, mm-hmm. we're literally taking a step back from him and we're hesitating to believe him on something and our trust is yeah. it's wavering. I, I've, mm-hmm. I've kind of stepped back. I'm like, whoa, wait, wait mm-hmm. a minute now. And we all had that moment in our life, for, you know, whatever circumstance where we were, well, we, we halted and we took a step back and we're not sure he can be trusted. You said it exactly right. That's mm-hmm. exactly where we're at. Can God really be trusted to take care of me through this trial? Right. Yeah. And, and I just wonder if there's somebody listening, um, you know, and that's your story right now. You're going through a difficulty, you're going through a hardship, and you've taken a step back from God in this moment. Mm -hmm. And James says, let me tell you, okay, what it looks like for those of you who step back from him and you fail to trust him, here's what Mm -hmm. your life is going to look like. You're going to look like somebody who's driven on a storm on the sea and the winds and the waves are just tossing you every which way. In other words, you're going to get beat to death in the storm. Because it's either trust God and let him be your anchor or step back, doubt him and be beat to death by the wind and waves. Yeah. And I think so many times when we have these, uh, these t-shirts that say, I'm just a hot mess, um, that literally we could just, this is James's definition of the hot mess, the, the the can't, cannot, you know, and maybe we should put it on a t-shirt, unstable man. You know, wavering with the <laughs> tossed by the sea, James and yeah. James, I'm tossed by the sea. Um, but but that's what but that's what it looks like because you can't you're not and then ta- and then when we're talking about if we go back to the emotional element if we talk about that imagine being mm. not only not having that stable foot the rock that you're seven, you're just like tossed by the sea yeah. then we're talking about some uh, some unstable uh, emotions as well so it both oh. and. Because you can't get either in check. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I guess it's good for us to ask ourselves, like, are there some areas right now that we're doubting God in Mm -hmm. uh, that we've kind of paused and we've stepped back from him? Or, um, you know, are we clinging to him in these times of difficulties? I mean, that's I think that's a great question for us all to stop and say, no, wait a minute, Uh, because I don't think any of us want to be tossed. Um, None of us want this this descriptor to 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 describe our lives. And yet. I think if we're honest, some of us are like, okay, ding, ding, ding. That's my life in a, in a nutshell, right? right? That's what I look like. And it's like, okay, how do I get out of this? How do I get, get out of this time? And I think we go back to say, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. We go to God, but we can't. When we, when we don't like his response or when he doesn't get us out of it like we thought or when it doesn't go like we wanted, wait a minute. Are we going to back up or are we going to stay connected to him and find that he's our joy? He's our strength. He's our wisdom. And endurance is going to be gained through all of this that I'm going through at the moment. Yeah. And, and are we going to, are we going to lean in and just kind of hold on, even though, um, even though we think that, oh, we'll just put our feet down here and it's sand. And, and I don't know if you've tried to walk in waves. It's, you know, that, yeah. no, it doesn't, no. It, it doesn't work. And or so we're throwing something in the ocean and seeing it just like kind of float around. That's, that's, for a time, we probably, I, I feel like there have been times in my life that I'm just like, yeah, I'll just take a step back and I'll float around on my own because I don't trust yeah. 
the heart of God through this trial. And, but there, there was no, there's absolutely no growth. It's like going back to the gym after months and months and months. And it just hurts when you get, you know, um, but it's one of those things that there's, there's no growth, nothing's been produced. And I just, that, that, that void of his presence or that, um, yeah. That lack of re- of that connection with him has that's produced absolutely nothing. Yeah. It's not worth it. No, it's not. So I, you know, I think right now if you're doubting God and and you've got concerns, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Um but I would say go to God with your doubts. And lay them yeah. out before him. Say God, this is where I'm struggling. These are my doubts. These are my concerns. And I need I I I want to have this I want to be I want to grow stronger. I want to be more mm-hmm. mature. And I don't want to be tossed um, because the, I mean, James is really clear and he's pointed here. He says, look, if you're tossed like this, you shouldn't Mm -hmm. expect anything from the Lord. Right. Yeah. Because you are, to use this word, double-minded. You're, you're in one. I mean, it's kind of like, okay, I'm in one day. I'm out the next. I'm in one hour. I'm out the next. And that's instability. Mm -hmm. And you, you don't expect to get anything from the Lord. And I don't think that's a, that's not a, that's not a, 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 a an accusatory statement to God. It's mm-hmm. a, it, it is a reflection of us. Right. The unsta- the instability or the double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. It's, it affects, it's going to yeah. end up affecting so many other elements. Uh, if the trial is, for example, if the trial is at work or if the trial is in the family, that instability is going to go throughout all any decision that you make because yeah. you're not making it from that firm, from that firm foundation or for that, from that, um, from that place of trust. Yeah. So this is not just a, a slight waiver of unbelief in a s- small area of our lives. That's not what it looks like. This is, you know, where we've just stepped back and we're like, you know what, Lord, mm-hmm. I just don't know if I can trust you anymore. I don't mm-hmm. know if I can do this anymore. And all of a sudden there's just instability on the rise here. Um, and I can promise you, James tells us this is not the way to go. And I can, yeah. from my own experience, Allie's just shared from hers. Mm-hmm. This is just not the way to go. The, the more you pull back, the more in, in unstable you become. Um, and it's just a tough, it's just a tough life and a tough way to go. If you don't step into the promises. And this is what I love. God promises wisdom. God promises us endurance. He promises us joy. These are promises. So I lean into the trial. I lean into what God has. It's not that I like it. Again, this is not about Mm -hmm. liking it. Okay. This is not about, I love my trial. This is just so amazing. That's not what this is. Um, This is, this is about just staying under it and gritting through it and pushing through it and keeping showing up and keep believing God is hearing you listening and he cares and he's going to do something. And through that, some of the greatest things in our life are produced. Yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, and, and on the other side, but you have to have that endurance and that, and, and that, um, that steadfast, that maturity on the other side, because like you said before, it's not going to be the last time we're going through a struggle. No. So we need to, we need to make sure instead of carrying baggage through from yeah. one struggle to the next, it would be better to carry tools and endurance and more fruit, uh, yeah. for the next trial. Yeah, no question. You know, this is, I've said this often and I believe it's so true. No, God does not allow pain without purpose. Yeah. And, and if God is not bringing you out of your situation right now, that means there's a purpose for you in that situation right now. Mm -hmm. And and I can just tell you, I hate those words sometimes because I don't want, I don't care. (laughs) You know, I don't care about what the purpose is. I want out. 
but do I want to be, that's immaturity. I can just tell you every time I get to that thinking, I'm immature. Mm -hmm. I'm acting like a small child in my faith. Mm -hmm. And because I I can't, I'm so immature that I I need it now. I got to have it in the, in immediately. I need solutions. I need fixes. I need somebody to solve it right now. Like a demanding Mm -hmm. two-year-old where maturity understands that that's not the way life goes and not the way life is. And that sometimes time just brings about things that nothing else will bring. Patience yeah, exactly. and endurance and yeah. staying under. So, Allie, man, James just jumps right into our stuff right off the bat in these few verses and gives us a lot to think about this week. Exactly. And and I think that's um that the the two questions that we've asked just this morning um in this podcast is what what do we want? You know, what do we want to produce? What do we want to look like on the other side? And yeah. is there a time right now, or has there been a time? just in the recent past where you're just taking a step back and saying, okay, I, I need to, I need a minute. I don't trust your hand in this, or I don't trust that your purpose, that you have a purpose in that. And I think those are, those are questions that we should all maybe in a small group or maybe with an accountability partner say, Hey, this is what I'm struggling with. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that, that would be it. That would be a good time to, to address those questions as you're reading through this chapter. Yeah, absolutely. And, and going to God, and st- again, if, you're, if you've pushed mm-hmm. away or stepped away, I want to encourage you um, to step back in. And what does that yeah. look like? I, I think that looks like prayer. I, I think, yeah. you know, um, just getting back with God and sharing with him your honest feelings and your doubts and your struggles and asking him for wisdom and asking him to help you in this place. So as we close out the podcast today, we don't often do this, but I just kind of feel as we close the podcast today, let's just close in a word of prayer and let's just mm-hmm. ask God, God, give us wisdom and God help those like that are listening right now that are just bearing up under the burdens. Because I do believe there are people right now who are listening and they're like, boy, I'm, I'm struggling. I'm being tossed all over the place. And I understand that well, but that's not what I want my life to look like. So, so, um, so Allie, why don't you, do you mind closing us in prayer and just, let's just pray for those who are listening and, and, and just ask God for the wisdom that we need to just to live this week. Yeah. Okay. Dearly father, uh, we thank you so much, first of all, for the book of James and for, uh, the promises that we've already just in these first few, few verses, the promises that we've, we've heard from you that say, if we do lack wisdom. Um, just to ask you for this immediate uh, and generous and very, uh, very gracious uh, mm. offer of wisdom, but also uh, knowing the promise that this will end in fruit as long as we just stay connected to you. And I just, I thank you so much for the words, um, for the words and the promise that not to step away, not to step back, not to to lose trust in you. And so I just pray right now for for us, for Reba and I, as well as for anybody who's listening that is wavering or feels unstable. I just pray that you would just give us yeah. the wisdom that we need to trust your heart. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, listen, again, let's just remind you, we're going to be studying James for the next few weeks. So I want to encourage you Read through James just as many times as you like as we go through this study. Um, Just kind of maybe sit down and take some time to reflect on some stuff we've talked about today. And we will continue this study next time. Uh, So I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be just a great, a great study for the next few weeks. All right. Well, we will see you next time as we dive in and become more more rooted deep. Thank you for listening to Rooted Deep. 
To learn more about Dare for More Ministries, go to dareformore.org and look up Mercy Workshop at mercyjewelry.org.